The Case for the Patriot On June 19, 1775, the Continental Congress commissioned George Washington as Commander-in-Chief of the Continental Army. Almost immediately, recruiting efforts began in every home, church, and tavern across the colonies. There were various reasons why colonists would support the American cause, but chief among them was a shared anger and frustration because they felt no one represented their beliefs and concerns within the British government. The First Continental Congress met in 1774, prompted by what was known as the Intolerable Acts. This was a punitive punishment that British Parliament imposed to reassert their control over the colonies following the Boston Tea Party. Things like the Stamp Act and taxation without representation created a growing anger in the colonists, and due to their belief that their representatives failed them, the seeds of revolution were beginning to sprout. I remind you, because their representatives who were supposed to have their best interest at heart failed them, well, we know the rest. As far as the reasoning behind the idea of the revolution, do you see any similarities today? Do you feel that the people you have elected as representatives act and speak with your best interest at heart? The explosion of trans people in your face and in commercials and on social media in a seemingly government-supported effort of normalization, the eruption of protests, some even led by our own representatives, in support of murderous terrorists, the soft-on-crime laws that result in community deaths, rapes, and robberies. Or maybe the wide-open border, which allows not only illegal immigrants and drugs to cross into our country, but those acting as terror cells, awaiting orders to wreak havoc on our own soil. Is the inaction of your representatives on these and many other shortcomings why you voted them into office? If indeed you are fed up, if you're frustrated, angry, then what? What then when writing and calling your representatives results in nothing? What then when your vote means nothing if one party or the other cheats to gain their power? What then? This, my friends, is the case for anyone who would use the sacred word patriot to describe themselves. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Constitutionalist. I'm your host, Ammo Dog. I'm Charlie556. We are excited to be here again. Now, we have our special guest that we've been threatening to have come on here. Gentlemen, you mean threats. <laughs> he's our good friend, Brian, and we're going to get him on right now. Hey, Brian, welcome to The Constitutionalist, brother. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Doing good. Doing good, man. Doing good. Good to hear. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're excited. We've been threatening to have you on here a couple of times, and you bailed on us last time, but now we got you cornered. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, excited to finally get, I'm excited to finally get a chance to get on here. Yeah, man, we're excited too, brother. Well, me and you, we got a lot of history. We go back quite a ways. And I just, for anybody who doesn't know, I was going to ask that you uh, just... Tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would. Well, uh, I was born and raised in the mountains of West Virginia. I'm, I'll kind of make it short, I guess. So um, my son was born up there. Um, everybody knows how the opioids and everything was hitting all them small towns. It's still right. pretty bad in a lot of them in yeah, the U.S., which, yeah, is, which is bad. But um, yeah. I just realized I needed to get out of there, man. So I ended up, I, I knew joining the military would be the only way because... I didn't have nothing, you know. They right. would send me somewhere, and 
me and the wife took my son and got him out of there. So okay, so your Christopher was born after you, I mean, before you ever joined, right? Absolutely. Okay. That's what I. Yeah. I don't even and think then, I realized um, that, man. Yeah, he was he was like a year so and a half funny. when I finally went to <laughs> Bathy. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, and then uh, shipped overseas, went to England after I met. You know, had my first base was at Canon, obviously with you, but um, right. right. Donna well, was born over there, and then so what? Met back up with you in South Carolina, and yeah, here well, we yeah. are. <laughs> so when did you first join? Uh, I joined in May on on May thirteenth of two thousand three. Awesome. That was a, that was on my brother's birthday, and it just it wasn't planned. Obviously, it's just the way it worked out. That's how I always remember that date because it was my <laughs> brother's birthday. So man, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, I think we already know why. You kind of gave us that. Um, yeah. And you stayed in for how long? Uh, I just retired on 1 June of 2023. Uh, a little over 20 years. So Awesome, man. Thank you for your service, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys for your service. Absolutely, man. Well, let me ask you this, man. How, how have things changed, do you think, uh, from when you first came in to the Air Force until the time that you recently retired? Uh, man, quite a bit, honestly, That what I've seen. And, when, when you know, when, we, when I came in, and obviously probably when you came in, you had to, they took you to basic training and they broke you down to what they wanted. And you, you had to adapt to the Air Force's or the DOD's way. Right. Nowadays... It just seems like every year it had got worse and worse when I was in. Just the DODs kind of trying to cater to these new the new generation of kids, and I get it; it's a yeah. different generation. But at the same time, when you I have to, my opinion, this is totally my opinion. When you have to start going through sensitivity training, and and we're in the world's greatest force, you know, like that's what we're there for is to protect people. You can't have all these sensitive people that. And that's right. just the way it is. When they started having us do sensitivity training, and I was just, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I'm not here to walk on eggshells. Well, no, no, that's fine. I'm Look, here, I'm we're here, here to, to talk about America. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to protect Americans and this great country. And Hell yeah. Hell you, yeah. They were just making it hard for you to do. Right, yeah. So, you hear the term woke a lot, and everybody's got a definition of what woke is, but... I think we probably share the same uh, idea of what we consider woke to be. Um, would you consider, let's say around the time you retired and probably some years before, do you think that there's a wokeness about the military today? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot different. And I, I don't know if you remember this because I can't remember if he was our our chief at the time i'm not uh, gonna say his name but the one who got sent back from a deployed location for calling a girl sweetheart on a softball field oh you know what i do remember that um that was all that <laughs> that is all right. that just that just stung with me man yeah, yeah and it was literally over i'll tell the story it was they were pitching he was the pitcher she was batting she'd yes. done batted like three times and hadn't even swung the bat <laughs> so he literally puts his glove over his face where he can't see it. He says, I'm not even going to look, sweetheart. Please swing the bat. Oh, wow. Somebody, wow. Some 
some lieutenant colonel or something heard him say it. Next thing you know, he gets sent home from the desert. But it, and he's from Georgia. He's from Georgia, the deep south. You know, right. it's, everybody they says say that. sweetheart and honey and baby and yeah. And now it's gotten even worse. Where two airmen are trying to figure out who's pitching and who's batting. And the, but they want to say, oh, we need to be diverse, but you can't change people the vocabulary the way they're right. raised. Right. No, absolutely. So let me let me ask. It wasn't the girl, the one who got called sweetheart. It wasn't her that 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 turned him in. It was someone that, nope, that overheard it. Was, it. Absolutely, it was okay. it was uh, someone else. Wow! And then this chief master sergeant got sent home from his deployment. Yeah, and then freaking crazy. Just more. Yeah, they basically forced him to retire before he hit thirty years. Dang! So he had to retire on top of returning home. Yeah, you got to be kidding me, man! Wow. So, see, I, I remember you know, that, hearing a little bit stung, about it. Yeah, that really stung me bad back then because I'm like, really, like that's all you have to say to get that's how much this place has changed. Like, yeah, to to absolutely ruin someone's career like that. That's absolutely yeah, a thirty a thirty years deep. Yes, yeah. So I knew what they would do to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, and this is like switching gears here. Obviously, you see in the news the crap that's going on over in Israel. Do you foresee any American boots on the ground? Or first of all, what's your thoughts on what's going on in Israel? And then do you foresee any uh, American boots on the ground in, in Gaza or in that theater? Man, I feel I feel terrible for what's happened to the Jewish people. And that's not just in Israel. Even the U.S. now. Yeah, absolutely. themselves in the schools. and Right. It's just, it's scary. And I don't know, I just, it goes back to, to for me, it's like, imagine if that was a white person and, I don't know, a, you know what I mean? A bunch of mob of white people doing a black person like that. Like, how much people would be going crazy and yeah, kicking no, people absolutely. out of school and all that and they're not doing anything about it. But Right, right. No, anyway, you're, yeah, when you're I right. seen Hamas is a bunch of bastards to me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Dragging these women down the streets and babies and it's atrocious. I, I just, it, and it amazes me how many people's like, you know, all for the Palestinians and shit. And, right. Right. No, I mean, it's, yeah, and it's absolutely I true. Like, to be honest with you, I don't know the complete history of all. I haven't never done like research way back that far, uh-huh. but I feel like, Israel's pretty peaceful. They tried to make peace when Trump was in with Saudi, you know what I mean? All right, and Trump had a lot to do with that. With peace, the, uh, so. the Abra- Abraham Accord. Abraham Accord, yeah. there you go. Yeah, Abraham Accord, yeah. that's right. Okay. So, I, no, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's terrible, man. And the, valid point. I mean, what about boots on shows, the ground? Shows, yeah. You think that's going to happen? If you would have asked me probably three weeks ago, I'd have said probably not. I figured we might start bombing or use our naval cruise right. missiles, but I got you. I got you. Yeah. Now it's getting. I think we're going to end up having to. Yeah, I, and I don't disagree, man. We I, because I think Biden names pushed around too long and let it get way too out of hand now. I think so too. I think. Well, I think his his leadership. Or, or lack thereof is uh, yeah, a reason for a lot of the crap going on when in you, on on foreign soils. You know, when, from yeah, Ukraine when, to you know to this uh, Iran talking a bunch of crap. It's because it. I think it all stemmed from 
the failure of uh, that withdrawal out of Afghanistan. That's what I thought. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, that, gave, that gave him that the green light. That made us look yeah. weak on oh, yeah. the world stage. And, and that's when all the bad actors started going out. And he's continued that with this right after this shit happened. Iran, no, 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 no. And yeah. then they attack us 20 times before yeah, he even right. tries to retaliate. You Do you know guys what? remember when Iran threatened us under the Trump administration and he said, you know what, let that happen one more time. I'm going to take that as a direct threat and I'm wiping y'all's ass. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. That's the last <laughs> damn time they did that until yep. Sleepy Joe yeah. got in. Yep, that's true. That's yeah. true. Keep making that red line. Don't cross it. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. no, I said that. This one. Cross 90. this line, you die. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. 94 lines now. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Out of sand, yeah. Believe it or not. Okay, so you've you've obviously deployed to uh, combat zones, right? Uh, um, yep. Yeah, I know you have. So a lot of us, you know, we 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 take home some baggage from different things that that transpire when you're in a combat zone. And to everyone, it's different. You know, if, if you're PTSD, number one, is, is it affects regardless of what branch you're in, what job you do. If it's out of your norm and you're in a combat zone, then I think you're susceptible, you know. Um, oh, absolutely. So knowing that, I, I, I feel anyway that part of what we can do as vets is a lot of times we go to the VA uh, and... You're having to talk to some person in a suit who's never even put on a uniform before. And you got to kind of spill your guts to someone who really, they got to look up what you're talking about in some manual or something because they've never wore a uniform or they certainly haven't been in a combat environment, you know. So I've always been of the opinion that talking about it with other vets is probably some of the best medicine. So I was just going to ask you, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, Brian, but um, when it comes to combat situations, what what's the craziest combat situation that you've been in or that you've been a part of or that happened to you? And again, if you don't want to talk about it, it's absolutely fine. No, it's fine. Um, I haven't been in, not well, Afghanistan with the rockets and mortars coming right. over when you just have to hit the ground and lay there with your face down so you're just praying pretty much like don't hit me in the back or right, right beside of me you know that's yeah but um to be honest after you're there two months you're like you don't even roll out of bed when the alarm goes off <laughs> that's you know true enough like, man that's right i don't right. want to mess my sleep up i know it sounds crazy <laughs> but that's how it, yeah that's just how everybody adapts over there yeah i was gonna say the body is amazing and the, and the brain <laughs> but is the craziest too, you know. thing happened to me doug was i was in jordan on mm-hmm. a deployment and I think we I remember were, this one. <laughs> but go ahead. We were up on this, um, it's what we call our bomb pads, you know. Right. We got all of our explosives to build bombs and stuff. And we're up there pulling a bunch of a bunch of components. Uh-huh. And it's dark because I'm working night shift. And I, I hear this buzzing, and I'm in the forklift, and I hear this buzzing noise. It's very distinct, like, sounds like 100 bumblebees going by you at once, but hmm. you're in the dark but you could just hear this and then i see my lot we had these light alls up there the light generator lights right i see i see one of them just go out i'm like what and then the other went out and then you can see these bullet holes hitting the side of this generator oh my god so i'm like so i shut the forklift off jump out and tell my the guy that's spotting more more importantly did you put the forks down no (laughs) yeah go ahead 
you so guys. I, I guess I'll be at all the ammo to go. <laughs> Yeah. But um yeah, so we barely crawl I get him down, we like barely crawl off the pad and we get back down and I'm telling supervision, they're all telling me that I'm crazy, like that didn't happen and I'm like, Y'all go up there then they're like come show us. I'm like, No, I'm not going back up there. Right. So no one went back up there. <clears throat> we called the security forces, they came out and then they shined the lights. Sure enough, it's a bunch of bullet hose. Turned out, well, <laughs> when they built this place the Jordanians built their their rifle range pointing right at us, and they didn't put a burn behind it. <laughs> so friendly friendly fire about taking so, out. Oh my and god! Some guys that are just training on a rifle range. Dude, the whole time you were talking, I was like, "Wait, he said he was in Jordan. I can't see any bad actors like you know, like them under attack." No, I got you. I got you. So, yeah. <laughs> god, that's crazy. So see, he was out there the next day building the burn because we were like. <laughs> There's like, there's like 800,000 pounds of NEW you guys are shooting right into. So, yeah, were they uh, Jordan Nationals doing that, you said? Yeah, and then obviously, you know, two days after that's when I broke my leg really bad over there. So. Yeah, coincidence? Yeah. I think not. Yeah, no, but, no, yeah, something was bound to happen to me on that point. <laughs> Dude, I know, and I, I'll tell I'm you. I'm just outrunning the Grim Reaper right there. <laughs> Not today, sir. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. I, I, you know this. I, I told you before. I was like, man, if you don't retire and trip and fall into a hundred percent VA rating, then there's no justice in the world, you know. Yeah. So, and I, uh, I've had some, and it was always dumb stuff that I, you know. Yeah. But well, I we were smoking, and you was like, hey. I've known you like 10 years. Has your eye never blinked? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I was like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You winking you know, at me, next man? Thing I, next thing I know, I thought I was stroking out, and I ended up with Bell's palsy. That's right. Yep. Yep. It's that, I thought you were having a stroke that day. It was crazy. Yeah. His, his uh, yeah. eyes, one of his eyes, his entire face stopped functioning on one side. And when he was blinking, it was just one eye going. And I was like, uh... And I don't think you realized it at the time. I did yeah. because you asked me that. And I was yeah. like, I thought, I was like, no, he's messing with me. <laughs> no. Well, thank God that was. Turns out I couldn't feel it because all the nerves went numb in it. That's right. Yep. Looked like Rocky. Adrian. <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, man. Um, so that was crazy stuff, man. Um funny but thank god nothing happened you know, <laughs> yeah. i'll tell you it's so weird it was similar with me I, I was in uh iraq and this was uh 2010 and we we're moving some bombs around um they just built a brand new bomb dump so we were actually taking munitions from the old section and populating them over in the revetments you know these were the out outdoor storage for for the bomb bodies and uh anyway so we're out there and we're doing that and i always thought it was weird because the new bomb dump was closer to the perimeter fence than the old one was and i was like that's kind of weird you know but i was like okay anyway so i'm crew chiefing and we're moving bombs and we got a 40 footer out there tractor trailer we got several forklifts going on got a crew of like 10 or 12 people you know and um walking around you know directing this and that where things need to go and what have you and it's kind of like what you said i i looked and 
I just saw like a dirt, like dirt kind of poof, you know, like a, a, a little cloud. And I thought, because there was a bunch of rocks, like river rocks that they put where grass would normally be, you know, they just uh -huh. dumped a bunch of rocks. And I thought, well, maybe in my mind, I was like, uh, maybe the, you know, the, the, the tires on that seven and a half ton rolled on the very edge of a rock and it made it skip across or something. You know what I mean? And uh, it's, in my mind, that's what I was thinking because I, I couldn't imagine it could be anything else. Well, then this kept happening and it was exactly what you said. I was hearing these little whirring sounds and I was like, what the hell? And then it just, I don't know, I got a very uneasy feeling and I wasn't sure of what was going on, but I began to have an idea. And so without wanting to create a huge panic i just kind of casually rounded everyone up said hey let, let's head back to the shop let's go get a break they're like sergeant you know we just got here and uh i was like yeah i know but let's let, let's head back real quick i want to check something he's like well why don't you go and leave us where and finally i was like get the hell in the truck you know and then everybody jumped in and we got out of there and then uh, I went to control, munitions control, and told them what was going on. They had to call Mock. And uh, anyway, they sent some folks out, kind of like you. And sure enough, they were it was they were they were firing small arms rounds at us, you know, and uh, from some field, farmer's field out there. So yeah, it was absolutely crazy, you know. <laughs> and I thought, oh my god. So and then it's like, okay, well we will send some drones to look and okay it's all clear go back out and do shit you know i was like eh, okay you know it's <laughs> just kind of just kind of weird i guess but it's the way it is man let me ask you this do you miss the military uh not so much the military i miss the people yeah i got you 100 percent. i'm the same way yeah um and there's a lot of us that retired right here, probably within 20 miles of each other. That a lot of them you knew, right? Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. And, yep. then, and that, that, like you were saying earlier about talking to each other as vets, and yeah, we we get together and shoot the shit all the time, and it's it's really nice just to hang out with people that you can Absolutely. relate to. Absolutely. Sure. Yep. And we got to see you last time we were in town. Yeah, people that's been through the same stuff you've been through, it's it's nice to sit down and talk because they can all you can all relate. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way I feel, and I think if if anybody is struggling, it just it really helps. Yeah, I mean, I think you should get support from anywhere you can get it. You know, and I, I'm I don't mean to bad talk the VA a hundred percent. I'm just saying that if you have the opportunity sometimes to speak with someone who experienced that, sometimes that is kind of the best avenue yeah you know to go to i agree and i bring, always bring some peace like mm. you see somebody that's a vet and they're struggling maybe maybe they didn't have all the tools that we did when we retired when they right. give you all the info you needed to get to get va benefits and what yeah, all right. you yep what there's because there's so much out there there's no way you can retain it all and a lot of these older vets just a lot of these programs probably wasn't even there when they're yeah now they're, they qualify but they don't know so i believe it I, believe I always tell people when I find out, like, man, if you're not at 100 already, then do your research, man, because there's stuff out there. Right, right. You're absolutely right, man. Well, look, um, it has been amazing having you talk for a little bit, and I want to do this. I want to do this some more. I want to bring you back. I want to get into some funny stories. We're kind of getting on a time crunch, but 
you've got a ton of stories, man, and not all of them, not all of them are like military related. Either. You've told me a lot no, of stuff about when you was not. when you was back home and chicken yeah. fights and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we I want to get into that and uh but uh we'll see what you're doing either next week or the week after or something like that. We'll we'll see what yeah, we can any, do. But we any, anytime, fellas. Yeah, man, we really appreciate your insight and again, you're one of my good friends, man, and and I've I think I was your first supervisor and um, I ordered you to be my best friend and that's <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um but well, see, it worked back then because I respected <laughs> yeah, you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't you know, like me. <laughs> no, but you do that now, you'll be you'll be the one in the commander's office. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Remember when I used to call you sweetheart all the time and nothing <laughs> happened? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. uh, <laughs> he said no. Nah, nah. nah. yeah. All right, man. Well, look. Uh, again, thank you for your service. Uh, I know a lot of it. <laughs> of what you know. A lot of that service, and uh, it was you, you were one of the one of the good ones. And we, you and I, have probably the same list of friends. You know, at least a lot of them, anyway. And yeah. um, and all of them guys are special, man. They're, we carry y'all in my memories and in my heart all the time. So, and I'm it, it is fun to get together because, as you know, my my kids are back uh, where you're at and living there and. I try to make the rounds when I go back. So, um, yeah, if I can get Charlie five five six to let me come and hunt one day in there, I might come down. Man, you're welcome anytime, brother. Heck yeah, <laughs> it's not even a question. Yeah, you was... come on our land. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I seen I seen those uh, deer pictures you posted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted some. Yeah, yeah, elusive little suckers these days, but we're we're trying. Yep. Yeah. absolutely yeah i i really appreciate it guys and uh like i said anytime all right brother well thank you very much and uh i'll reach out to you soon and we'll do this again man absolutely all righty take care awesome. take care bro. all right bye bye man he's he's just something else man he's he's always been a dear friend and i'm glad that you know him too you oh know, yeah uh yeah. so uh we'll definitely bring him back and possibly some others too so uh anyway let's let's get into some craziness going on in the world, Charlie. Uh, what you got going on over there? Lord, where do we begin? I know. Well, one thing I'd like to bring up tonight, because I think uh, I think as we move forward, there's going to be, a, speaking of crazy scenarios, crazy things going on in the world, there's going to be more of them. And I think for the American people, they're going to be able, anybody listening to this podcast is going to be able to take certain things that, your state and definitely federal government is doing unconstitutionally and relate it back to uh, this bit of information I'd, I'd like to share tonight. And you can find this online. You can do a Google for a uh, uh, search on this individual. Um, it's a fellow by the name of Saul Alinsky. Yep. And uh, we've heard his name quite often the past uh, few administrations. Um, even even an attempted administration, um, Hillary Clinton's one. Yep. Uh, the Obama big fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Barack Obama um, has quoted him often uh, in in his book, and of mm-hmm. course, uh, I think Hillary even uh, did some uh, some college work on him. And right. 
he's i mean there's there's no denying it he's obviously a a far leftist and and um, yeah i don't even think he's around anymore i mean yeah this is some some years back but one of the one of the I don't know, the scariest and yet most useful information for anyone in denial about the direction this country is going in uh, was his eight steps from democracy to socialist society. Mm -hmm. And it's absolutely terrifying when you think of it. Uh, Eight simple steps that he says to take, yeah, a republic, a democracy, to Marxism, socialism, communism. And I'll list these eight and... You guys out there, just think about that. Think about these eight as I list them afterwards. Think about the things that are going on right now, the things that are going to go on tomorrow, in the next few months, especially under this damn Biden administration. If we don't vote his <laughs> ass out of there, it's only going to get worse. Right. Uh, this is just the first. We're not even done with the first four years, and look where we are. <laughs> and then to have another four. I mean, think about that. Jesus. So number one of the eight steps is health care. Controlling health care, and then you control the people. I can think of Obamacare. That's a big one. Yeah, having them rely on you. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> as a as a as a government, uh, number two is poverty. Increase the poverty level as high as you can, and poor people are easier to control. They won't fight back if the government is providing everything for them to live. Yep, and we could think of all sorts of things. I mean, they're they're going after the farmers. They're you know. Yep. Um, yeah. they're, they're they're trying. They're basically paying them not to grow stuff. That we, is, you know, in the hunting world, we call it CRP fields out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they actually pay you more as a farmer to not grow anything than you would if you had a great cash crop that year. Yep. So and selling swaths of land to <clears throat> China. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's you increase the poverty level by keeping the 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 interest rates high. Yep. Inflation <laughs> out the roof. Thank goodness um, none of these steps are happening so far that you've listed right now. <laughs> right. But let's see what else you yeah, got. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, the the whole the COVID shutdowns making people uh, you know rely rely on the government for uh, uh, golly how many uh, how many stimulus or how many how many uh, um, checks did you know Uncle Sam send out to everyone? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a no brainer, you know, and and you can look at it by the most impoverished states, the 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 ghettos as they call, just the yep. bad parts of town. A lot of that is Democrat voters. In Absolutely, so letting people the, stay in in rental homes without paying, right? And creating this, uh, you know, these rules to to basically you're it's affecting everybody. You know, yep. your landlord, uh, his ability to make a living and all yeah, that there's more rights for the squatter than That's there is absolute, the owner yes yeah absolutely. so yeah everything's upside down but please go ahead number four is gun control this is a big one for us mm-hmm. um you got to have the second to protect the rest of them uh second amendment is what i'm saying uh remove the ability to defend themselves from the government that way you are able to create a police state right total control yep look at all the countries out there that I'm not saying they follow this guy's rules, but on that particular one, they do. Pretty much. You know, look at Australia. Yeah. You know, England. Which the vice uh, president thinks that we should be more like. Oh, yeah. Is Australia. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Britain, Australia, uh, it were pretty much any European country. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, <laughs> be out of breath naming them all. Yeah. Any, Venezuela, Cuba, all yep, of those. All guys. of them. Yeah. And all 
uh, socialist slash communist on 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 most of them. Oh so, yeah. Anyway, number five is the welfare. Yeah. Take control of every aspect of their lives: food, livestock, housing, income. Kind of goes along the lines of the farmer situation yes. that I'm yes. talking about. But hell, there's even some. Uh, 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 hell, they want you to register your garden. Yeah. We, we want to know what you're growing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, absurd. Livestock is the same way. Kind of makes mm-hmm. you wonder about these so-called mad cow diseases and these mm-hmm. swine flus and these these uh, uh, avian flus, all this stuff that just wipes out. You remember last summer when we had all – how many cattle died across yeah. Kansas? and uh, Weird. Absolutely astronomical. What, and, and even smaller, than, and that was huge. But look at the chicken feed situation. Yes. Where no one's hens were laying across the country. Just about, yeah. If you had any type of social media, whether it be that that TikTok stuff or mm-hmm. Facebook stuff, you, you saw, hell, I don't, I, don't, I don't have that stuff. And I was able to see it from, from friends and family right. that were, that right. were uh, uh, from, from a few chickens in the backyard to people that had, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, just a, a lot of chickens. Yeah, exactly. And, and we're, it depended we're on it. with the same problem. Even my chickens. Right, your chickens, yeah. problems. And once we eliminated a certain brand. Uh, <clears throat> Purina. Purina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there were others, too. Yeah, there were. There were. But um, neither one of us used those, and boom. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we saw, got, we saw things people feeding their chickens everything mm-hmm. from cat food to pig food goat food a mixture of all of those together including seed and then right. all of a sudden right. the hens started laying again began laying so again that's yeah. yeah another example um of course the housing i mean you know, you've got the uh the department of, of uh, uh human um well gosh what's it called i'm sitting here drawing a blank now the hud Oh yeah, uh, urban development. Urban development. There yeah, you go. Geez. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, everyone, you know, it's okay to have a Biden moment once in a while. Right? <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, and income. You know, yeah. we we know how exactly how that works. It looks great on the outside. California raising their uh, uh, their minimum wage to what is it like twenty dollars an hour now? Yeah. So McDonald's is forced to. Uh, sell you a big mac meal for 18 dollars or some absolutely absurd thing like that what do you think is going to happen uh-huh there's one of the mcdonald's and i think it was in california they've been operating in operation for 30 years yeah they had to shut their doors yeah congratulations mm-hmm. yeah you're now earning or would have earned 20 dollars an hour but because of that i have to fire seven of you so yeah. sorry right. and close up shop so yeah. none of you are earning a damn thing yep makes so. no sense number six that's definitely already happening education Right. Take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in school. We are there. We have a Department of Education. Right. And we've been there on that. We have men dressed as women with scary makeup on reading and shaking their asses to our children. Yep. And they blame the conservatives for trying to get rid of books. Mind yeah. you, these are books with explicit language and sexual content they're trying to to hand out in a library to a bunch of seven and eight year olds yeah, absolutely absurd and also they try to label any parent who disagrees with such things as trying to put them on terrorist watch lists right you know as they what in the hell as they wave and shake hands with hamas type people <laughs> god yeah now if that doesn't yeah if, if that doesn't boil your blood yeah i don't know what will Number seven, we're not even done yet. People, are are you? Are, how pissed are you yet? We're not exactly. even done yet. Number yeah. seven, religion. 
remove faith in God from the government and schools. We know that that's been done. That was done when I was a kid. Yep. Yep. And number eight, finally, class warfare. Now, I want you to think about this one. It's happening right now. now. It's been happening, but in the news. It's all over the news right now, class warfare. Divide the people. And when I say divide, it could be wealthy against the poor, black against white, racial divide. Yep. Cause as much discontent, and it will be easier to tax the wealthy with full support of the voting poor. Yep. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. If we have white against black, if we have rich against poor, if we have Jews against Muslims, and all of and this stuff, and then you go into busy, trans against others that don't yep, support against, them, or and gays against hetero, all this yep. different stuff. You have taken this large group of people. And now you have 17 different types of fighting going on between them. Meanwhile, the big players, the rich men. North of Richmond. That's right. They're doing what the hell they want because you are too busy fighting over something that shouldn't even damn matter because every single one of you share the most important thing in common. You are all Americans. Hell yeah. So this is what they're doing to you, me, us. This isn't anything new. This has been had. This is a plan that's been in motion for a long, long time now. It's just that now they're not even they're not even trying to hide wor- it. Yeah, they're not yeah. worried about putting the keeping the wool over your eyes. Right. They think that you're so far in chains, in their chains, that 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 you're not gonna do anything, you're not gonna say anything. Well the people said it when Trump came down that elevator. That's right. He helped America see what the deep state was up to. Amen. So we got a chance again in 2024, kids. And the point of bringing up these eight things is as we move forward in this podcast, when when, when another story hits that has to do with this, we're going to go back to this 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 uh, eight step program here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're yeah we're gonna we're gonna correlate which one <clears throat> yep. of those and show you that I'm not just talking crazy. <laughs> no, I, I, look, I I'm pretty sure that everybody listening out there listening to those eight steps that you just listed i know i was sitting here thinking of with each step you mentioned like 10 different examples going through my mind and i don't have to reach back very far i'm talking like in the last few days oh yeah you can reach back and think yep that's this that's that gun control is on the table yes mass shootings and we already talked to weirdness about mysterious mass shootings you know and what have you so absolutely man um great bringing that up and anybody who's listening just like charlie said just keep keep in mind that if if you can't remember them look them up they're 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 readily available keep them on your phone write them down whatever you want to do and compare every time you turn on whatever news thing you get glued to uh agency media group whatever and see for yourself See for yourself how how long they have been doing this to us, to each and every one of us. Absolutely. So, the crazy stuff going on in the world. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of all this, <laughs> what's going on out there? Well, there's a lot going on, obviously. I mean, we we can talk Israel to her blue in the face and and it's the it's the same old same old unfortunately. Okay, so we know Israel's uh, invaded uh, Gaza, and they're unleashing hell on them. And 
we know in the same breath Israel is catching hell for right. defending themselves. That has not changed in almost 30 days of uh, warfare between those two. Protests we, have gotten worse. Yeah, the protests here, the, the sheer amount of hate is what uh, is unbelievable to me. I kind of haphazardly mentioned it on the maybe the second or first even uh, podcast that we did about Mel Gibson. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And how everybody was up in arms over what he said, which was crappy, don't get me wrong. But then you look and you've got... Did you see the photos or the video, what was going on in Washington, D.C.? Oh, gosh, yeah. The thousands and thousands of Jew haters out there? Yeah. And how they desecrated the, 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 the gate around the White House? Yeah. Painted, sloshing red paint on it and saying, F Joe Biden... Which I agree. Which I agree with that part, yeah. But just to <laughs> that's, say, that's all they're, they're climbing all over it. And again, I, to me, I'm like, all right, well, how many of them got arrested? Are they are they being treated any way, shape, or form similar to any J6 people? Right, Probably right. not. Newsflash, Deep State, I think you went a little too far, and now your own damn people hate you now. <laughs> yeah. The left is absolutely chomping on the left. Yeah. And it is kind of amusing to see... But the way that it's going down is atrocious, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, and then even your elected officials uh, joining in. It's mind-boggling. I don't get shocked by a whole lot of things these days, but when I saw the sheer number, and that's in just in Washington, D.C. Yeah. They're doing this all over the United States. They're doing this all over the world. I don't know. I, to me, I just I, I think like, okay, what, what if you're a Jewish person who survived the Holocaust? What if you're an elderly Jewish man or woman walking the streets of D.C. with those tattoos on your wrist and you're looking at people given the Heil Hitler sign all over again? Yeah. You know, what about the the World War II veteran, the greatest generation that this country has ever known, who goes through hell and back, cannot wait to get home to plant his feet on American soil again only in the years to come after fighting this evil right yeah to come back to american soil to witness this this shit going on over there it's a slap in the face to every one of them and i'll just tell you now and this is myself included in my generation there will never be a generation like the greatest generation right god bless each and every one of them we will never see the likes of that Americanism again. So, that's true. I do want to talk a little bit about some tinfoil stuff, if that's all right. Ooh, now my eyebrows raised. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about this individual by the name of Diego Barajas Medina? I have. All right. Have you guys out there? <laughs> if you did, you probably didn't hear a whole lot about it. Yeah, because it was one of those here today and gone tomorrow stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this 20-year-old kid, and he was the one who was found dead at the uh, Colorado Amusement Park, allegedly armed with uh, possible AR, handguns, explosives. I even heard something about fake grenades. Yeah, some, um, some weren't live. Some yeah, some were live and some were fake. So what they know about him, or at least what they're saying, he was this avid gamer. His brother was uh, mentioning he was uh, uh, addicted to gaming. He was up all night, rarely slept. 
and in the same breath said that he desperately wanted to be uh, in law enforcement as a career. Very weird, all of the uh, all of the things that they're saying about this young man. Well, I'll just say that he, he may or may not possibly have scrawled this message out on the bathroom stall as he's loaded to the gill and also having ballistic wear, you know, at uh, this amusing, uh, at this amusement park that. where no, and apparently there's a, there's like a huge cave system around there as well. And the message alleg- allegedly was, I am not a killer. I just wanted to get into the caves. So that's pretty much the story. And then he so, shoots himself. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot. Right. So at least as far as the news is concerned, well, there you go. Now let's go on to the next story. And I just wonder how many people are like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now I think that the narrative that the media is running with this is, oh, gosh, look, here here was a would-be, your next uh, uh, mass mass uh, shooting uh, uh suspect that's absolutely this is after this is after the main shooter right right yeah about uh, maybe uh, three or four days after the main shooter shooter this happens right it's absolutely their narrative but my point is is that it's it's in the news for all of a day or two and a day or two is being generous with the length of time they left this story in the headlines i don't even know that i saw a a a, an actual report i I saw an article i didn't see any any news thing i I don't really watch that much i I read uh as far as to get headlines and stuff but yeah so i and it was in there and, and i guess you know after reading it and going okay well and then i had a couple of questions and i went back to look and it was gone so, you know, let's let's throw some theory out there a little bit. Okay. You know? So allegedly this this guy was uh he had on this uh this this bulletproof vest that supposedly had a bunch of patches on it all relating to law enforcement, right? right. And I guess what they want you to believe is that he would like you said, he was going to be the next shooter to carry out this mass shooting in this amusement park, but at the last minute got cold feet, wrote a message on the shit house wall and then blew his brains out right, right? and it's uh i don't know it's uh beacons go off to me you know oh yeah so tinfoil time mm-hmm. what if this guy we talked about it with the main shooter the shooter in maine not the main shooter right about how they did not look alike on on those photos i still stand by that by the way them those are two different dudes but you have a guy dead another self-inflicted gunshot wound can't talk to the guy can't question him he's gone i don't know to me i'm like well is it possible that they picked this guy up and trained him up and said hey this is what you're going to do threatening him with something maybe they had a little bit of dirt on him uh maybe they threatened him you know or maybe that was his ticket to the law enforcement world we don't know and then yeah maybe at the last minute he was like you know i can't do this i'm not i'm not a killer and that's the message he wrote on the wall. And then maybe he did off himself. Or maybe it was all staged to look that way. So, I don't know. I just don't buy the... Well, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying I don't... I can't... I don't even... There's nothing to buy or to not buy. It's just this story that shows up. And you're supposed to equate it to another mass shooting. But this one was stopped. And let's throw some more gun control talk out there and K-9 
carry on and move on to the next crap. You right. Know? Well, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. None of that. Well, conven- I mean, here's the thing. Conveniently, every one of these mass shootings has obviously, you know, it's a it's a good time for Democrats to to attack the Second Amendment. It's about gun control. Yeah. But it's also a lot of the secondary subjects as well within gun control. Yeah. There are, yeah. let's say, the the uh, the Las Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, Democrats, the government got a chance to attack bump stocks. Right. Um, they got a chance in another shooting to, atta- excuse me, to attack binary triggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this particular instance, if it would have went down, the government would have loved to tackle ghost guns some more. And we've heard Biden yep. talk about ghost guns. So even in that report of this, of this uh, alleged yeah, would-be yeah. shooter was his ghost it's, and i'm saying finger quotes near his ghost guns that he used so right. you know, ghost guns these are uh these are bits and pieces of weapons that you can put together you can create them yourselves basically with the mm-hmm. use of a 3d printer and all that good stuff there's no serial numbers to them or anything like that um be it as it may I don't remember the Second Amendment saying anything about the need for serial numbers on a cannon or a musket or my AR-15 that you'll never take. But, (laughs) uh, yeah, so there's – yeah. It always seems to not only – you know, it's going to attack the the Second Amendment, no doubt. It's going to attack the – the so-called assault weapons, what again, whatever that made up Right, yeah, exactly. But there's always a little bit extra that they can go after. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I, uh, I am not a killer scribbled on the wall. Yep. It, again, you have to say allegedly, but let's face it. The last time I sat down in a toilet and amusement park, I sure wasn't thinking about scratching the words, I'm not a killer in there before dropping a deuce. So <laughs> it obviously was him. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to see the caves was the other thing. Because like you said, the, the... doesn't make sense. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense, but the... The amusement part, aside from the rides and all that good stuff, uh, from what I read, they they also uh, hosted cave tours out right. there. So right. obviously it's in the mountains and whatnot. Um, so I don't know. He just you know, was and, and take it one step further. This amusement park is surrounded by um, government land. I think it's either state or federal. I can't remember hmm. which one off the top of my head. I didn't but, even know that. Yeah. So I mean, I you can trespass on on government land you know they catch you so what was this kid out there trying to see the caves on his own maybe right caught you know i just wanted to see the caves i didn't want anything to do with this so you know and then now you know like i said put your tinfoil hats on kids but right was this his you know you're never going to get into law enforcement now and they're just feeding him a bunch of crap on how he's just going to go down you know in prison for years over simply ridiculous government trespassing and, you know and he's 20 you years know, old so yeah. maybe he's young so enough to believe life. all that yeah. crap you know and uh and then the other part of that too is is yeah. where they're where they're reaching these and i say kid i know he's 20 years old but come he's on still he's, a, he's kid. a, he's come a on. kid yeah so and, and and even younger than that mm-hmm. just goes to show a lot of these uh, he's not the only one there's been other shooters out there that they spend a lot of time doing these online gamings right where, they, it, where you are exposed to other people. And communicating with them. Communicating with them mm-hmm. all over the world. You don't know who the hell you're talking to. I mean, I know nope. I can put a picture of, uh, of, of 
snuffleupagus and that you know as my uh uh as my my uh icon picture yeah, whatever profile, it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah i'm i'm not cool enough for that stuff anymore so yeah profile picture whatever it's called you have no idea who the hell you're talking to no so there is a uh there is also um some ideas floating around out there not only that shooting but other ones right that they were yeah. contacted via the internet via these types of gaming things yep. and then that whoever was talking to them conveniently is never heard from again yeah never heard from again but yeah. not before finding the ones out there with some deeply disturbed yeah mental uh, uh issues uh, yeah. issues absolutely and using them to whatever that entity out there that reached out to them using them to that advantage absolutely yeah so who knows uh and again it's one of, i said it with the main the shooting in maine as well right. uh the sad part of it is we'll we're never going to know it has become yesterday's news oh, and yeah. uh a bizarre story that we're just never going to get any closure on and if you read the article, his brother already sort of wrote him off anyway. Yeah, he went right in the head and blah, blah, blah. So you're never going to get any kind of thing. So all we have is theories, and we're going to throw them out there. Oh, yeah. so. Well, and the central lack of intelligence and the rest of them are going to make sure that you never hear of it. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. So. No lie. No lie. All right. So real quick, open borders could mean open season on you. Looking at some reports 7,000 plus strong caravan on route to the U.S. Another caravan. Yeah, I saw that. Who the hell are they? Where are they coming from? The same old questions with every caravan or every encounter that they have that they're able to stop. So in September alone, there was uh, over 269,000 encounters. So how many gotaways? That's what they call them, by the way. You know, if, if, if they slip through, they're called gotaways. <laughs> and uh, you've got a ways to go before my border is secure, too. So out of this 269,000-plus encounters in the month of September alone, how many were gotaways? We don't know. October 2022 to May 2023, they say there were 530,000 gotaways. And that's uh, probably a uh, modest estimation. Right. And this is according to a New York Post article that I perused. 1.5 million since Biden took office. And this is as of last May. These are people in the United States illegally since he's been in office. Number will grow by the end of the fiscal year, which, as we know, is uh, October to October. I believe Congress happens to think that that number is much higher, too. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I think these are modest numbers that they throw out there. Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, the, the, the obvious burning question is, is how many are terrorist cell operatives? <clears throat> you know, we, we, and we don't know. I saw a report today, and that was from the Department of Homeland Security. I don't remember the individual's name from there, but this was literally right before we went on. They were saying, without a doubt, you, there are Hamas and Hezbollah operatives, terror cells, in the United States, and they're waiting. You yeah. just you know, so and of course now it's us. It, you got a whole department of homeland security that's supposed to monitor this shit. Right. So now it's like everybody's responsibility. Keep your head on a swivel and blah blah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, really? What the hell? Again, wasted tax money of mine. Absolutely. Going to pay people who let bad actors through the border 
on purpose, probably. Right. Meanwhile, uh, Hamas, Hezbollah, we all know, is backed financially yep. by Iran, yep. who is still threatening the United States. Yeah, no kidding. No so kidding. Yeah. Put yeah. two and two together. That's <laughs> that's an ugly. Uh, well, connect and, the dots. And look at this. There were several Middle Eastern men that were caught along with some Mexican nationals at the border. This was a couple of weeks ago. They were caught with explosives mm-hmm. on them. Detonators and explosive. And like you said, Hamas and Iran have constantly threatened the U.S. So again, how many of those are gotaways? You, you have to ask. These guys caught with explosives. And I'm not saying that these are connected, uh, what I'm about to go through, but... With that many people that can get through the country undetected, the Department of Homeland Security telling us that, hey, you have terror cells within the United States and they're ready to strike. So now we have an extra job to do to keep our eyes out, and uh, which we will anyway. But just saying, you know, um, we're going to do their job for them. But let's take, for example, and these are just a few things. These are some things that were sent to me and then I went and researched them and they're all uh, they're all legit. So in April of 2019, in Pennsylvania, you had 640 pounds of explosives along with 400 blasting caps that were stolen from contractors. They were they broke in to a uh, a semi truck where these contractors had a, had a, a padlock on it, and uh, so somebody knew what they were going for, knew where it was. Oh yeah. And they made off with that 640 pounds of explosives along with 400 blasting caps gone. The following month of 2018, May, uh, more than 400 guns stolen from a UPS facility. They did not say what kind of guns they were, but these were on their way to various uh, businesses, uh, possibly, we have to assume, for resale. So that's 400 weapons. And then you have, in 2018, in Memphis, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, uh, the 400 guns that were stolen from the UPS factory was in Memphis, so in, here in Tennessee. And then you had 60,000 pounds of explosive chemical ammonium nitrate missing from a rail car in Wyoming. That was in May of 2023, so May of this year. And then you had in May, this was 2022, 400 bulletproof vests that were stolen in Manhattan. These bulletproof vests were supposed to be donating or getting donated to Ukraine. So you have what? In a period of four, five years, all of these different things. These are not small potatoes, guys. No. These are not. I mean, it might be in a five-year span. But this is significant stuff that has gone missing or blatantly stolen. And then you have... Again, the Department of Homeland Security telling you that you have terror cells in this country. The, and the problem, too, the Department of Homeland Security is a complete failure for what it says that it's doing. Number yeah. one, to me, it's the Department of Homeland Spying. Yeah. That is a piece of shit department that was created for no other reason than to spy on the American people. Yeah. How do I know that? Well, let's look at what they're called. Let's look at what they're... they're, they're uh, uh, their agenda is, and, 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 and see if this makes sense. The Department of Homeland Security works to improve the security of the United States. Fail. The department <laughs> works, or work includes customs and border. Fail. Immigration enforcement. Big ass fail. Emergency response to natural and man-made disasters. Fail. 
and anti-terrorism work about to be another fail <laughs> and cybersecurity. That part I do believe because they're watching you right now. That's kids. right. That's so right. yeah, number one, you're you're taking it from a horse's mouth that <laughs> is it's more a- of a donkey. <laughs> He's an ass. He's an ass. It's great to know though that your that your hard earned taxes that you have to give away go to outstanding alphabets. Right. You know, alphabet organizations, isn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, I know I feel a lot safer knowing that the Department of Homeland Security <laughs> is on the job. Right. Give me a freaking break. Man, these people That's what we, that's that's why we say don't don't rely on the government to keep you safe. Don't rely on the government no. to feed you. Don't rely on them to clothe all that good stuff. No. Um, it is the department of failure. Any As soon as it starts the department of, chances are big fail behind it. You're right. And I'll tell you, you don't have to have a bunch of acreage to take care of yourself. You can have a handful of livestock. And you might have HOAs. If you live in a place that has HOAs, get the hell out of there now. Go find you a little spot somewhere. I know these days everything's expensive. Trust me, I know. But try to do things. Grow your own garden. Get you a handful of chickens. Let them give you eggs every day. Buy more chickens if you want meat birds. And take care of yourself. Can, preserve, grow some fruits. Just be self-sufficient. Guess what? It wasn't that long ago that our ancestors did that. And if they weren't successful at it, we wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. That's right. You know? So Even um, people living in an apartment. Yes. You can can still grow vegetables right out of the the potting. Yep. Throw it on the old patio. Yeah. You got plenty of those ivies, which are beautiful and look great. Stick some tomatoes in there instead. Yes. A couple of potatoes. Yeah. Absolutely. It can be done, folks. It can, and it has been. We're doing it out here. And um, the more that you can not rely, because I'm going to tell you something. No one's coming to rescue you, okay? Uh, I think that's what Charlie was was alluding to. But if you talk about a a shit-hit-the-fan scenario, no one's coming to rescue you. Get your ammo in order. Get your weapons checked and on on the ready. and, And just be prepared. And not for the sake of the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of your home. That's what you do that exactly. for. Exactly. You know, in your family. Anyway, I know that we can freaking tap dance on, on that subject. Oh, gosh. We'll, you know, we'll go on all night and then some. Exactly. You know, but one other thing I want to throw out there. I don't know if you've heard this, Charlie, but there's a, a judge over in Connecticut, and he ordered a new uh, mayoral election. In Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh-huh. Have you heard this? I, I, I did. Yeah. yeah. So, and this is after he was presented with video surveillance of ballot stuffing for a dim candidate. Right? <laughs> and I saw, I, I looked at that video. You know what it looks like? It looks exactly like the video that Dinesh made in 2000 Mules. So, my question is, how the hell is that any different? If I, you're looking at people stuffing ballots and it's, it's blatantly obvious it was to that judge. And guess what? It was blatantly obvious in freaking 2022. Well, 2020 as well. Right, right. So this is just for the, the, the sake of a mayor campaign, mayoral campaign. Right. And that's hugely important to recall. But something as massive and way more important as a presidential election, 
then we're just supposed to be told that we're crazy. Right. Um, and it, it, I, think, <sighs> I think that this the Republicans, off, I think they've, like I said, they... I get it. They they have to watch what they say and do and all that stuff. And this goes for the the media commentators and all that. We talked about that before. You know, they have bosses. They have to answer to the man on Newsmax, Fox, all that good stuff. And and so you know, the Republicans are scared. You know, they're careful about what they say as well. But deep down in their hearts, they know the massive election fraud that took place. Oh, they yeah. they have to. They, yeah. they they would be absolute complete buffoons if they don't. Mm-hmm. Or they would be working for the opposite side, which I do think that both of those exist as well. <laughs> yeah, However, too. my point of that is that's why I think that they're they're kind of getting on the soapboxes this time in preparation for 2024, and they're telling people to get out there and do the early vote. You know, right. your state offers early voting before election day, go into the ballot, you know, and however it's done. Mm-hmm. They're asking people to to go ahead and do that because they're, they're saying that, you know, Democrats got a, a good head start usually on that. Republicans yeah, they by, do. by yeah. nature usually wait until wait. the voting mm-hmm. day. That's when a lot of that crazy haywire stuff happens mm-hmm. too is on election day. You remember, I mean, all across the country, I mean, if, Everything down to a pipe bursting. I was just thinking that. And it, yeah, and uh, wasn't that? Uh, and they stopped and then carried on the counting the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. After unheard of, stupid shit. Out of there. Exactly. So you know that might be the thing to do. You know now, now here, Tennessee, we don't have a a lot of that stuff happening. Everything seems to go pretty damn smoothly as long as I've lived here. Usually right. the the winner. Uh, of anything from a mayor all the way up to governorship and and even 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 the presidency Tennessee goes for whatever that's usually in the same night I've never seen anything go haywire but all that's how it's supposed to be exactly but anybody out there living in in listening to us from Arizona or now it's even Georgia Georgia these places uh-huh. Pennsylvania where Wisconsin. your your elections yeah. have taken longer than <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, that's something you might want to think of and get the early voting done. And and, and no matter what, and I'll just say it here, and uh, there is no way that I'll ever believe that that decrepit raisin who campaigned from a freaking basement won the won this election with more votes than Barack Obama. Right. I I, I just I don't believe that. It was rigged. I will go to my grave believing it was rigged, and I don't give a damn who knows it. It is uh, it is blatantly obvious to me. Remember, even the, this is how stupid they want you to believe, I, or, or or believe that you are. I remember, and I'm sure you do too. The the rallies that Biden had, and and they were dry. Remember the. <laughs> They were all in their cars. It would be like sporadic seats, but yeah. they'd also be in their cars. And instead of applauding whenever he said something brilliant, they would uh, honk their horns. Yeah. So it was like, meh, 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 oh, yeah, you know. And, and, Wasn't that because of COVID? Or? Yeah, it was COVID, <laughs> but it was the dumbest shit alive because the cameras would look out onto, it, onto the crowd. <laughs> Not too much, or you'd only see the... Yeah. <laughs> But it was, cars there. yeah, it was like a handful of cars and even less people, bunch, and then the seats are spread out. Well, there would be a lot more, but we have to do social distancing. Bullshit. Yeah. There wouldn't have been nobody there. Right. And uh, Meanwhile, people waiting outside the line stretching to Terre Haute and to see, to see Trump. Trump. Yeah. yeah. 
thousand, ten thousand oh, yeah. plus people. It was like a rock concert, right. you know. And uh, obviously, they were there to see the dance at the end. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm doing it now. Doing but, it well too. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway, guys, just we're. I know that we're not telling you anything that you don't already know. But uh, hopefully, talking about it like this, and you guys listening, it just gets you talking amongst yourselves. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you've you've got a government out there that's that's uh, obviously we know the trials going on these these bullcrap trials against Trump. Jesus um, they're trying to get him off the ballot. Yes. In, in, in Colorado states, yeah. Well, in beginning Colorado. in Colorado, but the, I read that same individual is, is you know. Uh, trying to get this done nationwide yeah you know and under and under a ridiculous false pretense yeah what? trying to use the con basically hijacking the constitution the 14th amendment 14th amendment that's what it is yeah to to all the way back to the civil war yeah that that's had, what that was created for right that had to do with rebel officers in other words, let's take for instance uh, during the the Civil War, uh, uh, Robert E. Lee, right, Confederate uh, general of the Confederate armies, right. He obviously felt the in his heart that he had to resign. He, he was already a United States uh, officer general right. in the United States Army mm-hmm. when the war broke out between the states. He went with his hometown or his home state of Virginia, right. Resigned from the United States Army. And then took a commission with the Confederate States of America. So that whole purpose after the war was to keep rebel officers from ever voting or, excuse me, ever, ever holding uh, office Office of any kind of any kind. That's what that was for. So even, you know, of course, now what what the what the deep state is doing is they're trying to. Obviously, they've been saying Trump is responsible for the insurrection that took place on January 6th, which we know is a load of horseshit. It is. But, yeah, it, it not only it, – it's a two-way thing. Not only is – obviously, Trump was never a military officer, number one, so it should negate it right there. <laughs> right. But he was never convicted. He's not even on trial for mm-hmm. insurrection. There's the, the, the thing is absolutely absurd, but they will nope. try and find a way. My concern is there's going to be some crazy judge somewhere. Yeah, like that yellow tooth rat face exactly. one that he's got in New York. Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you, one of the co- more concerning things is uh, that same individual. His name's not even worth remembering. I, I, the guy in Colorado trying to, to yep. get him off the... Uh, the ballot in both in Colorado and nationwide he had said something and it just it 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 goes to show the gall of these people and how little they think of anyone who doesn't believe in their zaniness and what he said was we're going to use this 14th amendment to make sure that Trump is not on any ballot nationwide and we're going to use it as written, which, like you said, is complete lunacy, and, and basically prevent him from being the president of the United States, even if the majority of Americans vote for him. I mean, is that the biggest tear of the Constitution that I've ever seen? Even if the majority vote for him, he will not be president. And I really think things are going to go my way. That's what he said. Sounds like tyranny to me. I know. I got an answer for tyranny. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We a box full of them. <laughs> I know. <I've> got <laughs> 1500 answers right now. But um I guess uh it's getting our time. To... Man oh man, what an episode though. Yeah. Yeah, it was great having Brian yeah, on. Yeah, Brian, thank you so much for hanging with us. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we hope to have him on again. I didn't say it at the beginning of the show, but I just wanted to make sure to say it before we roll out. Look for us anywhere you get your podcast from. We are on YouTube. If you find us there under the Constitutionalists, please like, subscribe, share. What are we? What is it on the on 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 YouTube? It's at the Constitutionalist seventy one. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, Heck yeah. Uh, at the Constitutionalist seventy one. Yeah. On so, YouTube. On YouTube. Now, if you want to get hold of us on email, we are the Constitutionalist seventy one. That is all together. Um, at gmail.com so drop us a line you yeah. know we say this we have and, and we, we we really mean it we'd like to hear from you guys um, give us some some feedback let us know what we're doing right let us know what you think we're doing wrong yeah um, tell us how bad you want to hear Brian's chicken fighting story oh God I can tell you right you're now gonna want it you're gonna want to hear it yeah <laughs> it's absolutely freaking hilarious anyway man um, we we definitely Again, we we enjoy doing this, but we we want to bring you some good content. So let us know if you've got suggestions uh, of what you want to hear. If you'd like for us to address anything or talk about something, um, just drop us a line and let us know. Uh, other than that, I think that about wraps it up. Charlie, so. you got any parting words of wisdom? I love you all out there, America. Stay frosty. Absolutely. I hope you all Absolutely. had a good Halloween and uh, get ready for turkey time. It's coming. That's right. Yep. All them holidays Here are coming. Here we go. Wow. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye.